This episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by the Virgin Sandwich Corporation. It's like, if you're gonna eat a sandwich, wouldn't you just like it better if you knew that no one had f***ed it first? That's right, the Virgin Sandwich Corporation. Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman. And I'm Kristen Kist. And we are here to Ragnarok and Roll! Ragnarok and Roll! We are the co-authors of a science fiction comedy book series called... Prison Dead! Prison Dead Volume 6 is out now. Just really hot. We had a little bit of issue with Amazon and naming of things. We haven't made an official announcement yet, but by the time this is out... Yeah, they were adding some extra Fs. Yeah. They didn't think we cursed enough in the book. And actually, it drops more yeah. F-bombs. Yeah, exactly. Like, less gum doesn't curse enough. Yeah. But uh, in, a, in a couple weeks, we will talk about our new book. We are uh, on, a, on a release schedule here, because this is episode 99. Woohoo! 99 problems, but our podcast ain't one. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, um, we forgot to mention it last week, but just a reminder that the weekend after Thanksgiving, we will be at... Timonium, Maryland. At ChessyCon in Timonium, Maryland. So that should be fun. Fantasy Con, according to the old dudes that always sass us when we try to explain it. But to me, it's a sci-fi con, too, and, uh... You know, there's more young people joining every year, and it's a fun time. To me, when I say sci-fi, I mean fantasy, horror, all the things. Me too, but I just old you know, hippie guys, I guess they like thinking yeah, about. Yeah, they've been the probably rings. going to that thing since the seventies. Pretty much, you know. So, Chesapeake is a fun time. Yeah, when I think of fantasy, I know it's supposed to be like Lord of the Rings, but I always think of like. Like sex fantasy romance novel stuff, and I'm like, nah, nah, it's not, it's not anything like that. It's actually oh. cool stories, like that people would actually want to read. Where does your mind go? I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, like oh, fantasy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're still getting prison dad logos on glasses, though. If that guy's there again, yeah, dude. All right. Anyway, so um, we saw Ragnarok last night. Yeah, we saw it. Um, I guess you know people saw it Thursday, but you know this, we saw it like four days later because we have lives, and you know it's tough to get out and stuff like that. So. Or do we not have lives? What? No, I think that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you can feel I was look. just trying to think what I, what I was doing instead of seeing Ragnarok. Work. Work, sleep, yeah. I think, sleep, cleaning, which is mm-hmm. not really exciting. We're not going to bring up the fact that you saw the Dark World without me if we're, if we're on the Thor, Thor train here. Did I? Yeah, and then you felt bad and you bought me the Blu-ray. So thanks, bestie! <laughs> oh, you're welcome. I don't even remember why I saw that without you. Was that uh, a long time ago? Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah. So, um, you know, well, there's been some timeline discrepancies lately in the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We learned that the Guardians of the Galaxy movie took place three years ago, right in the opening credits of like 2014. Right. So that was that was you know kind of kind of you know so we had we had three Marvel movies this year. So there was that. And then we got hit with uh, Spider-Man, which started off eight years earlier, and then it seemed to like fall in line with the end of Civil War. Now, what we're looking at here in Ragnarok really felt like it could have been concurrent with the events of Civil War. Yeah, I guess so, because that was, he that said was, it actually was last two year. years since, since they had saved the people in Sokovia. Sokovia. So actually, you know what, maybe, maybe it is a year after Civil War... But, um, you know, it's just interesting because now we know what happened to the Hulk. 
Uh, oh, and by the way, this is like a review, so it's filled with spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, um, sorry, go to the movies, go see it. Yeah, so we're gonna be talking about a lot of details about the movie and stuff that we saw in crossovers the and stuff like that. The so. first two minutes are spoiler free. Yeah, exactly. Thor is in it, and the Hulk, <laughs> and Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Okay, guys, if that hasn't sold you already, the director is the same guy that directed What We Do in the Shadows, which we talked about on one of our other podcasts. We talked about that on a lot of podcasts. So that's why we did a shout-out to him with our virgin sandwich. um, And I finally made Kristen watch some uh, Flight of the Conquerors last week after we recorded. Those guys are funny. I like their song about robots taking over the world. (laughs) Okay, so um, we know that the Hulk has... um, we know he was flying up and up and up. They couldn't track the ship uh, when it, he, when it left. Yeah, he was like trying to get out of Dodge, and he didn't come back even when Nat was trying to talk to him. Right, just sad. So it's interesting seeing you know the Hulk was floating in the ship as it the airplane went into the atmosphere, <laughs> went into space, and then somehow ended up into um, yeah, went through a wormhole, and well, then he ended up on Sakaar. Yeah. So and then. Hulk was living two years of his life as the Hulk. Totally as the Hulk, and he never switched back, so we had no concept of any of that time going by or any of his life until he... Hulk hate Banner. Yeah, until Banner came back because he saw Nat Yeah. In video on the plane Yeah. when Thor was trying to take the plane mm, so out. So sweet. I know. They really cared about each other. I was sad when he like left her behind. Yeah, well, like he like he said though, like you know, like Earth hate Hulk. Like that's true. Like everyone was getting kind of you know pissed at the Hulk. He was doing lots. Yeah, of, like, they were getting pissed at all the Avengers. Yeah, it's true too. They felt like and that's why Tony was like, "We need to like be under control." Right. And Cap was like, "How about a double F you right in your face?" <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I agree with both of them. I think it's a really it was a really cool movie because you could understand where everybody was coming yeah. from. But Hulk felt really sad, I guess, so he pieced out and ended up hanging out with Jeff Goldblum, everybody's favorite zany character. I thought it was interesting, though, that, you know, I didn't find too many gripes, though I only saw the movie once. I thought it was interesting how Loki said he's in the two weeks he didn't see the champion yet. But, like, the Hulk's face was on the side of the building, dude. Yeah, that's true. That is kind of weird. I was kind of wondering that, too, because it seemed like... It seemed like Jeff Goldblum, like, through those events pretty regularly. Right. So I was like... Because that, that reminded me a little bit of, like, ancient Rome with, like... Totally. Like, you know, the... But who knows? Maybe Loki came in through the back door. You know, he has probably... Oh, my. Like that. Um, he and- showed up with Taylor Swift, and he didn't really take a look at the surroundings. <laughs> you know, he was too busy focusing on her. Just kidding. They totally broke up. Tom Hiddleston and uh oh I didn't even, I was just like yeah sure you know Hiddle Swift Hiddle Swift while we're on the whole conversation thing. I thought it was interesting how um the internet is upset wah, that they thought there was too many uses of Thor saying the sun going down big guy to the Hulk but to me the overuse of that is hysterical I just feel like that's the only way that Thor had heard other people get him calm so he just kept using it over and over again like. He's an ancient god, and he just figures out what works and then uses it over and over again. I mean, you know? Um, it didn't really bother me. No, I, it's like I, a little little kid. Yeah. You know, like, if a little a little kid likes to repeat the same thing over and over again, it makes them calm. And the Hulk's kind of like a little kid, so it didn't bother me. Um, but what was funny to me is that he used it on both. Like, he said it to, to Bruce Banner, too. 
you know? Right. And then I loved Bruce Banner's jokes about, like, you know, like, like he was, like, in Tony Stark cosplay. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, Tony wears his pants tighter. He's like, (laughs) he kept grabbing his crotch. That was pretty funny. (laughs) And his goofy sunglasses trying to be all cool. And Thor seeing, like, naked Hulk, and he's like, that mind, that image is now in my mind. Yeah. Yeah, I liked, I liked, um, I liked, um, the whole portrayal of Hulk because he was really goofy and awkward in this one. Yeah. Which I feel like in the other Avenger movies he was so like serious and like introspective and like scientific and like trying to figure things out. And then he would be the Hulk for a little while and just be like super violent and kind of funny. But in this one he was like super funny and goofy whether he was the Hulk or whether he was Eric. Like he was goofy like and awkward. You mean Bruce? Bruce, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I don't know what I was thinking. Eric Bana. Eric Bana was the Hulk in yeah. the Ang Lee one. Yeah, yeah, the, that's the, what I was the shunned one. Sorry, yeah, Bruce. He was like awkward in both, and yeah. like being really cheesy and funny, like trying to hit on um, the Valkyrie, yeah. aka whatever number one forty something. All right, so you know that that was that was good with um you know lots of great Hulk stuff. Let's um. We want to talk about new characters that we met? Sure. All right, so yeah, so we we met a bunch of new characters. Um, the first one we'll talk about Thor's sister. Yeah, that was a shocker. How about that? Helena. Um, now, I did watch the trailer again. Anthony Hopkins spicing it up. Right. So I watched the trailer again because I kept thinking about the part where she destroyed his hammer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I remember the castle being in the background of that. In the trailer, and like where she destroyed it was, you know, they were in like Norway. They were on Earth when they destroyed yeah, it. Yeah, right. And, um, yeah, well, sure enough, in the trailer, she's totally, they're totally on Asgard when she destroys the hammer. Huh. So weird. You know, that was a, that was one, one thing we noticed that was different from the trailer. The, the, you know, Hulk like fire, Thor like smelling fire was slightly different. Yeah, there was like a shortened version yeah. of the joke that they show on the trailer. And then the whole thing, it's in the TV, I've seen it in the TV ads, The where Hulk's like, uh, you know, brain, biggest muscle in the body, and Thor's like, well, I have lots of muscles, so I have lots of brains. Like, that part wasn't in the movie either. But anyway, we're talking about Helena. Helena. Hella. 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 Kate Blanchett, wow. She looks amazing. She's still, like, as beautiful as she was when I first saw her in a movie. Like, that's incredible. I don't know if it's that SK2 skincare stuff she uses, but Lady is flawless. And she looked amazing in her, like, little leather bodysuit, so I'm super impressed by that, too. I'm also impressed by that lady in Underworld that always wears those crazy leather bodysuits and still looks outstanding. Isn't that also Kate Blanchett? No, that is a different Kate. Uh, Beckinsale. Beckinsale. I always say that with the wrong names. But Kate Blanchett looked awesome. I loved how she was, like, so angry and, like, violent. Like, it's cool to see a woman character that's the one that wants to, like, fight and, like, destroy. Because right. it's usually, like, such a archetypical male thing, so yeah, it's really okay, fun to see her be like, no, I want to be the one that, like, takes everybody down and yeah. destroys things, and, like, I want to fight, I wanted to fight for my dad to, like, take over the world for him, but only because I really like destroying things, like, you know, she's she's tough, she's not nice. No. Although she tries to, like, give some people a chance, but Who? her... Well, that guy that she says can be her executioner that was, like, running, um... car, yeah. 
the no, 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 the guy that was scourge. running uh, scourge. Yeah, that was running the um. What is that thing they call? It's funny. I, the Bifrost. Bifrost. Frosty. Yeah, Frosty the snowman. <laughs> yeah, that was running you the Bifrost. You file that away in the crystal brain. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> cute. <laughs> the guy that was running the Bifrost, and he, she says that he can be her gladiator, so she tries to give that guy a chance, but he's kind of a, a dumbass. She needed a lackey. Yeah, he was, he was a total dumbass. And, uh, yeah, she's not a nice, friendly person. But you know what was interesting is she looks so much more like Loki yes. than she looks... Like Thor, but Loki is adopted. Yeah. Or is he? Oh, that Anthony Hopkins. Who knows what he's been doing? This one eye. So, um, I thought it was interesting that if she gets all her powers from Asgard, she wanted to leave Asgard and go conquer other realms. But I guess her powers is maxed out when she's at Asgard. Kind yeah, of, I think so. like that's where she goes to like recharge her batteries, and then she wanted to like go out and destroy. I think her intention was that she would end up being like back on Asgard ruling. Yes, but she wanted everybody to be like bowing down to her will. Yeah, because she's the goddess of death. Hmm. <clears throat> um. So we Listen, kn- if that's what death looks like when it comes to get me, I'll be like, all right, Kate yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed my life, but I will go with you. <laughs> so we know Thanos is obsessed with Hela. I can see why, man. She is hot. Woo! So we'll get to Thanos later on, but just keep that in mind that we'll, um, we'll be talking about Thanos. some Thanos at the end of this. So the next new character we met is the Grandmaster. And how bad did Goldblum nail it? I love Goldblum. He's so freaking weird. He's so perfect for this role. He just, like, he doesn't even care. He just goes out on a limb and is, like, bizarre and goofy, and I love it. My theory with him is that he's not actually trying. That's just him. I think it's true. I, I think, think it he is. is just totally weird. He was totally weird in Jurassic Park. Totally weird as as Brundle, the, the fly. You know, he's just a weird... I love him on Portlandia. The pull-out king? And the yeah, pull-out he's, king. like, silly and... He's, like, the knot store. And he's, like, care. it's not a knot. Like, like, yeah. He's, like, selling knots. I'm pretty sure he got, like, remarried knots. a couple years ago, and in, like, the wedding photos, they had, like, they superimposed, like, dinosaurs. Or he was at a wedding where they did that. Because, they do that a lot, where they Photoshop the dinosaurs. Because he was in Jurassic Park. Like, they'll have, like, like, people running, cool. yeah, like, running, like, from the dinosaurs. But I think Jeff Goldblum, like, was part of the first time that they did that. At least what I saw on the internets. But anyway, That's very cool. No, I loved, I never him. Did. That's I loved cool. him with his awesome little blue nail polish. His little Sephora. He went to Sephora. He totally went to did Sephora. Did his face right yeah. on up. Yeah, that looks like the Sephora catalog. Time. How do I know what that is? <laughs> um, it's makeup, as we are doing a comic book podcast. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, for any folks out there who don't, who don't partake of the uh, makeup. I um, loved how he ruled... You know, like with the melty stick. I loved how he ruled with like the giant hologram of him that was like glitchy. Yeah. Um, I love how he ruled over a garbage planet, which was literally at the center of everybody's just garbage yeah, that I they would dump I had there. I read somewhere online an article that like he is one of the other like gods that has been around and doesn't know what to do with himself. So like there's um, ego. 
who had his planet. Oh, you think the Grand Master is a celestial body? I thought he was supposed to be too, but he's like another one that just doesn't know his place. So yeah. he's like doing this. That's interesting. To sort of bide yeah, maybe. Time. I don't I read, know anything about his comic yeah, lore. I read some article about it and I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of neat. Like, because it's like the Collector and Ego and then the, the Grand Master. I don't know who else is, but. Um, but anyway, I thought he was awesome. I thought it was so silly. I loved, like, the extra scene at the end when he was like, hey, good job overthrowing me, but, you know, I think it's a tie. Like, let's just be good. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that, was, that was great. Good for him. Really silly. And also, like, evil. Because, like, oh, evil, if, yeah. if people crossed him, he just had no issue with destroying them. And, of course, like, Loki was, like, like you know, bobbing his knob, like... Yeah, well, because Loki just always tries to put himself in a position to survive. He doesn't. He doesn't have like loyalty to anybody except no. Loki. Yes, exactly. And like we even saw that at the end when he tried to like ditch Thor. You know. Yeah, but he always screws Thor over, and then sometimes he'll come back if he's like, okay, you know what? Actually, I want to be a good guy now because I don't like it when people will totally hate me. So I'll do this. But I loved every time Thor threw something at him, especially when he was like tied up. <laughs> That was the best. So funny. I never, like, we've seen a lot of movies like, together. Bonk right off and I know your laugh. No one in the theater <laughs> laughed as loud as you did. He just, like, walked in, he, like, threw it. looked like, it, you know what? It, I don't know what it was, but for some reason in my mind, it was like, a, it would look like a, a, a can of, like, four loco. Yeah. Remember that stuff? Where <laughs> right? didn't it? Bonk. <laughs> like, really hit him in the head. I can't wait for that Lo- gift to show like, up on, like, on, like, you know, like, the texting, like, gifts, like, to have that show yep. up. I'm gonna send that to you all the time. Just like, like if I don't hear from you for a couple hours, I'm just gonna like send that to you. It's like me virtually tossing something at you, like while you're not paying attention. <laughs> Doctor's apartment was crap for bringing the Grandmaster, both Thor and the Hulk. Her apartment was like. Well, she didn't care. I mean, she really was. She had really like given up on life. She really did. It looked like it looked like when they did the flashback, like all the other Valkyries. Were killed and they didn't really exactly show how she escaped. It was like no, that's one of the one other thing I was Valkyries too. got stabbed in front of her, so she was able to fall back. But yeah. I don't know how she got away from evil Kate Blanchett. Yeah, but they got to ride some cool ass Pegasuses, which was pretty sad. Very that cool. All the Pegasuses yeah, were no done. longer around. Mm. <laughs> but she was just all about like being trashed and like not knowing what was going well, on. Well, yeah, let's segue and talk about Valkyrie, played by. Uh, Tessa Thompson, who we know from Westworld, Veronica Mars, Creed, and a bunch of other fun stuff. Things. She's super it's, cute. Um, when a stranger super calls. Cute. Yeah, she's cool. She nailed the role. I just love it. The first thing you see of her, she falls off of her spaceship because she's <laughs> drunk, like a hot, drunken mess. And then she she's still just... lays waste to all those scrappers. Oh like, yeah, and she's like chugging everything she can get her paws on. Who even knows what even she was drinking? Yeah, like, exactly. Playing playing drinking games with like all the bad guys, like nefarious characters and. Yeah, she was somebody who kind of had seemed to give up on life and was looking to, like, just drink her way out of it and survive however she could, but she didn't really care about living um, until, you know, Thor sort of shows up and is like, yo, like, you have a a responsibility to me because I'm royalty, yeah, and you have a responsibility to yourself to, like, go back and try to protect our people, and she sort of realizes, like, you know what, if I have to go out, I'd rather go out fighting and, you know, living out what my purpose was 
you know, which is cool. I, I liked her character. She arc. really redeemed. Yeah, yeah. She really went from, you know, turned it around. I liked that she was funny. I liked when she fought with Loki and kicked his butt and how, like, the Hulk, when he wasn't the Hulk, was like... I know you! He was, like, super crushing on her. And she She's like, I know like, you too! Yeah, that was... <laughs> He's like, and Thor's like, uh, you know, I, I, when I was uh, younger, I always wanted to be a Valkyrie. <laughs> Until I learned you were all women. Obviously, because they like, weren't around when he was young, you know. Right. They were but then all he, fine. like, totally saves himself. Like, oh, no, it's great that women have this. And, yeah. You know, I think women are great. Like, he's <laughs> I just, know lots of women. Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> always tries to, like, find a way to, like, ingratiate himself with whoever he's talking Thor's to. Thor's disguise. She's like, I can see your face. Yeah, and then he just, like, put it across his face. And he's like, no, you can. He was so silly. I really, really like that. What was the thing? Oh, yeah, he tried to, like... He tried to do something in the Hulk's apartment, and he, like, did he trip? Or he, like, f- fell into the window or something? The ball. Like, that? like he was trying to... He was oh, bouncing yeah, he the ball. the ball, and it hit him in the face. <laughs> he threw it so hard. He was, like, <laughs> just trying to, like, make a point. <laughs> uh, he was really fun and silly. I really, really liked um, Chris Helmsworth in this one. Because I feel like the first two Thors, he was, like, super serious. Especially, like, the first one. And, like, I liked it, but I thought it was, like, a little boring and dry because it outside of the girl from Two Broke Girls, like, it wasn't really funny. Mm, it was more, like, serious. But there's that part where, like, like yes, uh, they I get Thor. Mm-hmm. You get so salty every time I <laughs> mention my lover. Actually, you know what? I'm kind of over Max. My Meanwhile, new, you my were new... sitting next to me last night at Thor being like, put your shirt on. <laughs> put your shirt on. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. Andrew's sitting on the other side of you, and all I was looking at here is, hmm. Coming from her. <laughs> I will say that I, I think I'm finally over um, Max, whatever her name is. Um, and my new crush is definitely. Kat Jennings. Because, yeah, Kat Jennings, yeah. Because she's so, really dating that. Weird singing guy. In my I life. don't. I don't. I don't care. Whoever he is, I'm. I'm a self-published author of six books, and I have my own indie sci-fi podcast that doesn't have a sponsor. So obviously, I'm better. No, I'm just kidding. That's my Thor thing. Hey, um, I'm also married. Hey, but um, my new my new love is Cadet Tilly from Star Trek Discovery. We'll be dedicating an entire episode to her. Which I just kidding. No, we're not. I haven't not seen that at all. Because I don't feel like buying another service to watch a show. So, Scourge is the next person we want to talk about. We kind of briefly touched on him earlier. Um, this was a very different role for Carl Urban. I've never seen him play a character like this. I've never think I, I can't think of a time where I've actually seen him play a bad guy either. Yeah, he's kind of, but he's kind of or a goofball. Yeah, he's goofy and silly. I really like the part when he was in charge of. Um, the Rainbow Bridge, the Frost, uh, the something Frost. By Frost. By Frost. I always get that wrong. Sorry. Um, when he was in charge of the Bifrost. I think you put it in your little Christian memory. <laughs> well, I got the Frost part. Drink more beer. Frosty. <laughs> by Frost. Oh, he's like a bisexual snowman. Okay, I got it. By Frost. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> So anyway, when he was when he was uh, in charge of the Bifrost, and he had like the two girls that he was trying to impress, and they kept ignoring Thor. And when he finally brought him in, like the heinous like dragon guts and blood flew all over the place. That part was really funny. And he was like, he wasn't like really a bad guy. He just was like kind of out of place and like trying to figure out like where he belonged. Like he was because he was Loki's lackey first. 
But and he didn't know he was Luke. Loki's lackey. He well, thought he was he, actually... No, I think he knew. You think he Luke, knew that was... Yeah, because Loki was like, you had one job. Yeah, that was, was a great like, line. The one job was to tell him when Thor came, not really to guard the Bifrost, because he knew, like, he wasn't going to do a great job at that. But then when the sister came, he was just automatically, like, her lackey. I don't... I think he was just kind of lazy about his ambitions in life and didn't want to take responsibility. Now, Scourge the Executioner is a bad guy in the Thor world, but they, you know, they took this guy as an Asgardian citizen who, like you said, out of place, followed or went down the wrong path, you know, followed the wrong you know, thing. We see that a lot, too. Yeah, and, and like, turned it around. Yeah, totally really turned it around. Like, he wanted to really help people and not just be recognized by evil. Yeah. Creatures. Yeah, he definitely redeemed himself when he, he saved everyone that was from getting on the, um, from the baddies. The dead, the dead Viking warriors or whatever. Yeah, that the she Asgardian. from the dead, yeah. Yeah, from the And the dog. On the ship. Arf. That Arf. was one big doggy. Big puppy. So, um, big yeah. Big poops. So, Carl- <laughs> Pick him up. Thanks. Um, <laughs> Carl Urban, um, yeah, he had some kind of accent, too. It, was almost, it wasn't quite Scottish. It wasn't his normal voice. It was mm. it was something just silly. I love that when he like showed up at the play, and he's like, yeah. Thor, <coughs> Thor's here. Thor's here. Like, yeah. You had one job. One job. You had one job. Yeah. yeah, I mean, anybody who didn't know what Loki had done from watching the previous movies, like, the second you saw that ridiculous play where Matt Damon was playing Loki and totally hamming it up and acting like he was, like, the savior of everybody, like, and then Sam Neill came out as, like, Odin, Odin and then it was, like, another Helmsworth brother Luke. that played... Yeah, Luke Helmsworth that played... Um, Thor. Played Thor. But it was, like, so obvious that only Loki would have put on a play where he was, like, so important. And, what about like, his statue? And then the fact... Yeah, there was where a giant like a statue. Nine and then the fact that the dad was, like, lying there <laughs> watching it. Like, he... He didn't, like, someone was, like, feeding Loki, him grapes? But he never trusted him for a minute, so there's no way he'd be, like, watching a play about how great Loki was. Right. So, but that... I mean, I still love Loki, because he's so evil. <laughs> Sneaky. Well, um... But yeah, I like Scourge. I thought it was an interesting character. I like that you kind of were sort of sympathizing with him because he was kind of, like, he kind of got dragged into things and he didn't, he wasn't really strong enough to, like, say no. But then he he redeemed himself at the end when he realized, like, that he wanted to save people and not just be about himself, which was cool. A lot of bad guys would have just kept being bad guys till someone killed them. And I thought he was going to do that because he, like, he, like, originally, like, put the cape on and hid around the other people. And I was like, oh, he's just going to pretend like he didn't do anything wrong. But then he didn't. He, you know, stood up and protected people. Good for him. Yeah, I thought so. Then, um, Surtur is a classic Thor villain, um, voiced by, uh, Clancy Brown, who... Clancy Brown, it's about time he showed up in something Marvel, because he's been in every other franchise possible, from Starship Troopers, one of my favorite shows of all time, Carnival. He was in the Shawshank Redemption, you know. Shawshank! It was a Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) To quote Tandy from this amazing season of Last Man on Earth. 
Which, uh, you gotta get on that? No, I'm behind on my last one. You're behind on... The only fall show you've watched is American Horror Story. It's true. And Stranger Things. But yeah. And I've been watching Curb and Vice Principals. Okay, fine. You're right. I just... I'm behind... I'm behind on Supernatural. I'm behind on Kenda. And I'm behind on Last Man on Earth. I don't have any more Vampire Diaries. <laughs> Meanwhile, I am rocking the fall TV, I'll have you know. The only show I have not watched is uh, Inhumans. NPS. You know in October, the only thing I watch on TV is horror movies. That's true. It is now November. All right. So anyway, um, Soder was a uh, was great. Clancy Brown. Um, the beginning of the movie is just so hysterical with Thor swinging from the chain. He's like, "Oh, hold on, hold on. I'm not doing this. It's doing it on its own." <laughs> and he's like, oh, "I thought I didn't know there was a mask. It's like a big eyebrow." Um, yeah. You just you just told me how to defeat you. I just <laughs> I have to knock that off of you and then put it away somewhere. That was a fun time. And then it was fun at the end when he came back. And he put his head on the eternal Hela. flame and yeah. Yeah, and then Hulk tried to punch him in the face. He's like, yeah, Hulk was like, giant monster. Like smash. And Thor's like, no, you moron. Because <laughs> that was the closing scene from the trailer. Like, mm-hmm. Once again, like, um, you know, I, I let my son watch a, you know, a two minute trailer while he brushes his teeth. That's how, you know, we, we track the time. That's a fun, a fun thing. And he that's always, cute. I've seen the Ragnarok trailer, like, so many times. Like, that's how I knew when she destroyed his, his hammer, how it was, it wasn't in the scene that wasn't in, in the movie. In the trailer, it's, it's definitely in front of the, the palace. And, yeah, um, because it makes it look like in the trailer that she and he are the ones that are battling the whole time. And that she's the reason why he gets, like, expelled. Yes, exactly. But that's not what happens. No. And I kind of like it the way that it's in the movie, not so much the way it was in the trailer. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. That was great. You know, they're getting knocked out of the Bifrost, you know, by her. Yeah. And that so was, you know. you wonder where you end up. You all end up on a garbage planet. And Loki was there for two weeks. And the devil's penis scoops you up. Yeah, the devil's penis. Um, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So, um, yeah, that that was great. Uh, let's talk about the Doctor Strange cameo now. Yeah, that was fun. So, I was not... I was not expecting, going into this, I was not expecting to be the same scene from the end of the Doctor Strange movie. Right. Or an extended version of that scene from the Doctor Strange movie. Um, I was totally expecting it to be that that scene happened going into this movie that Doctor Strange and Thor would be looking for Odin in New York somewhere. Interesting. That is totally, like in my mind there was nothing other than that was going to happen. Yeah, because well, I he went there to try to find Loki because he thought that whoever dropped the card took his brother, and he wanted to find his brother so that he had someone to help him find Odin because mm-hmm. he didn't know where else he could look. Right. Since Loki dropped their dad off at a rest home that was demolished, so that's bad. Um, no granny dumping. <laughs> granny dumping. Um. But I thought it was fun. I mean, yeah, it is like the same scene, just extended. But I thought it was fun to see uh, Dr. Stephen Strange again. And I like that he, like, really had very little patience with Thor and Loki, even though they're gods. And he's, like, a doctor that learned, like, you know, how to manipulate time. But he just has such... He still has, like, that doctor attitude of, like, please stop wasting my time. Like, I'm clinical. I'm trying to figure something out. How funny was that scene? Like, how he kept, like, warping Thor around? Yeah, and And, Thor's, like, like, knocking stuff over. over. Uh 
He's like reaching for his hammer. And he's like, sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. And when he tried to get his umbrella back and it like broke everything. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, that's like yeah, that's like Harry Potter being like at you, broomstick. Yep, exactly. But instead, it like destroys everything before it comes to him. Do you know what? I feel like that's what they didn't show us in the first Avengers movie when Thor is is fighting Hulk um, on like the deck of the of the uh, of the helicarrier, mm-hmm. and he just puts his hand up and he's like. Like, waiting for it, waiting for it, and then, like, burst through the wall. Like, <laughs> I wanted to see what happened to the hammer on the way there. Um, you know, did it, like, go past it, somebody getting yeah, spicy was, on the helicopter? Did it, right. Like, it was like, it's, like, a good joke that they picked up in this one. To, like, yeah. if you're calling something to you, there's not always just, like, clear air for it to come through. Like, sometimes it's going to destroy a bunch of crap. So I, I just, I really wasn't expecting, uh, I was expecting Doctor Strange to be, like, involved in the final battle. Like, Thor calls him for the final battle. Kind yeah. Of um, Instead, he was just sort of there to, like, point them in the direction of their dad and, and annoy Loki, really. I've been falling for 30 minutes. <laughs> he just, like, chucks him somewhere else. He's like, yeah, goodbye. <laughs> that was brilliant. Um, yeah, Loki's, like, getting stuff thrown at him, getting chucked into places, yeah. getting zapped. Like, he's he's a mess in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, yeah, no, that, that was, that was definitely great. Um, but, you know, Benedict Cumberpatch, he, he brought it. He was great. He really nails the character. I can see why, how much he loves playing Doctor Strange. Oh, you know? yeah. I mean, after, like, cause he plays Doctor Strange kind of like how he played Sherlock. He was like a total dick, you know, it was, it was great. Yeah, like clinical, cold, detached, Yes, focused. yes, yes, exactly. That's like, how he, you've never even seen an episode of his Sherlock and that's how he, like... No, but I'm just imagining... Like, that's how... Well, that's how he plays Stephen Strange. I'm just yes. imagining if it's, like... That's how he plays Sherlock. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For realsies. Plus, when he was that dragon, he was pretty clinical <laughs> and detached from hobbitses. Hobbitsies! What's <laughs> that I saw the one time? I was, like, cracking up. It was, like, some fake interview where they were, like, trying to tell... They were, like... How do you like turn Benedict Cumberbatch into a dragon? And they were like, No, 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 that's not the hard part. The hard part <laughs> is turning him back to Benedict Cumberbatch because he's like, Oh, I'm happy being the dragon. Leave me alone. I'm a good dragon. <laughs> ah, Benedict, you gotta go home. You can't. You can't but I love like that. I love how Doctor Strange ended the scene with um, Thor and Loki being brothers and fighting. Over who's going to go through the door first. And Dr. Strange was like, here, I'll help you. And he just like... He just chucked them both in. He chucked the door at them. Yeah, he chucked the door at them so that they went... Well, because Loki was going to attack Dr. Strange, too. And he was like, ah, I've had enough of you. And he'd only been there for like a minute. But he was like, ah, I'm already done. (laughs) That's fun. It was fun. It was definitely fun to see him again. I wonder if uh, Kate Blanchett will ever meet Tilda Swinton. Ooh. Because I don't think Kate Blanchett's like dead. Uh, like, I don't think Hella's no. dead. Let's talk about... We got a couple more things to talk about, and then let, let's talk about... Let's speculate where we're going to from here. Tilda Swinson, she's she's dead. Oh, yeah, I guess she's, she was kind of dead, but... She's the ancient one, though. Yeah, she's the ancient one, so couldn't she, like, manipulate time and come back? You know what I really... I'm just thinking about a really cool scene. I really meant to Google before we did this podcast was how much time passed between the Doctor Strange movie and and this movie. Because I feel like the Doctor Strange movie totally came, you know, after Civil War... Yeah. And this came after Civil War, but how how much time is in between the two, you know? Right. Is it a year? Has he been Doctor Strange for a year? But I, mean, I thought for some reason he trained as Doctor Strange for a long time. I just, I don't know. I have to look. I have but, no idea off the top of my head. time doesn't work the same way for Doctor Strange. Oh, yes, that's so, true. 
I don't know. Yeah, that's true. He could have been Doctor Strange for 50 years. Or five months, but he just was able to, like... Yeah, exactly. Because remember when he was, like, going to the library and all that stuff? And I don't know. I I like that movie, though. I liked how it, like, messed with time and made you think, like, anything was possible. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a while. I did... That, it's the only... And I don't... I, I think I was, I was just exhausted the one time I was watching. It's the only Marvel movie I've ever uh, fallen asleep during. But it was also, like, the third or fourth time I was watching it, and I was extremely tired, and I'm like, I really want to watch Doctor Strange, and I probably should have just not done it. As opposed to, like, every time I accidentally put on Super Boring Man, and I'm like, perfect, I wanted a nap. Do you Five see movies later. Are Boring! <laughs> All right, so what's left to talk about? Um, Sakaar... Uh, what a dump. Um, the only time we ever saw it being night there was during the gladiator fight. We never saw it night any other time, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't, how it's does just it... like crap falling out of the sky. Like, seemed very dangerous and like, Very you dangerous, know, yeah. It's like all the crap in the world. When the first, when it first came up, Ange was like, that's how Earth's gonna look in like a hundred years. And I was like, oh my god, don't say that. But I mean, good point. Oh, Trump is a president. We're looking at, <laughs> it's gonna look like that like next Thursday. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, Devil's Anus, that was hysterical. Yeah, that was totally funny. And, and like, creepy. Like, if you, like, had a look at the horizon and yeah. see that every day, it's like, ugh, gross. <laughs> I feel like the the ship that they took to get out of there, like that yellow ship, was just there to sell toys. Yeah, probably. But, a- but it was his orgy ship, so I'm not really sure if that's an appropriate you thing know, for that's little true kids too. to want. Because there's a Lego one of that. Oh, and like, no. I have a feeling like when Logan sees this movie and then we're at Target and he sees this set, he's be like, I want that ship. I'm like, you want the, you want the orgy? You want the orgy ship? You want the orgy That's ship? what you want. You want even Milano, but you want, you want an orgy ship, you know? With the, with the magical uh, fireworks. Milano. The butt. I need it. He wants a Milano. I gotta write that down. Like an orange Milano? A mint Milano? Star Lord ship. Oh, is that what he calls it? No. Hmm. Listen, listen. That's ships, such a I know. Boy ships, thing. I know. I bought you the, for the, the book Falcon. of ships because I thought you would. Millennium Falcon deserves a name, but most of their ships, come on, dude. I didn't realize that until you, until I bought you like that that book of ships. You're like, I looked eh. at it. I looked at it. You know, I don't care about cars. But now, car, yeah, cars are cars, and spaceships are f-ing cool. They're still vehicles, so unless it's the Millennium Falcon, I don't know if you need to name it. It's dry as the Sahara, unless it's the Millennium Falcon. Do you name your home, like, I mean, snooty British people? Falling do. leaves! No, I'm just kidding. There's, there's a house on 202 that says that. Like, no. Do you name your car? Well, you do name your car. My so car's name is the Leviathan. Okay. And Angie's is the Blueberry. My yeah, last car last was Mr. Crashers. Mr. Crackish. Yep. You know. Awaken. Awaken. Oh, yeah. I know. All right. Anyway. Um, so, a couple more things here. Uh, La- where was Lady Sif? I think they just didn't want to kill her off, so they didn't put her in the movie. I bet you she'll be around for Infinity War. I can see us, because uh, she's shown up twice on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I feel like she's going to show up again on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And uh, explain to us where she was during Ragnarok. Yeah, maybe she just figured someone else could deal with Hela. Yeah, because the Warriors 3 are, are, are dead. Like, Chuck didn't even have any lines. He just got a couple daggers in him, and that was it. You know? Zachary Levi? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Poor bastard. Um, Odin's Infinity Gauntlet is totally fake. 
Yeah, this, I liked when she was going through her dad's, like, museum, and first she, like, trashed a ceiling, because she was like, for the lies! Like, this is how we actually got what we had, not because, yeah. like, Thor was all innocent and right. good, but because exactly. my dad used me to, like, kill people and destroy things so that we could win all the nine realms. And then she went through, like, his his other uh, museum, and she was like, everything down here is fake, crap, it's fake, and then this thing, she's like, oh, I thought it would be bigger. <laughs> So but it's interesting. The gauntlet, yeah, she like chucked that right off the stand it was on because she was like, "This is fake," and we already knew it was fake. But, but. there's been online speculation for, I mean, I guess since the uh, I want to say Age Voltron ended that, or was it Guardians of the Galaxy? I don't know wherever it was. Where I think it was Guardians of the Galaxy, where, where Thanos the, grabs yeah. the Infinity Gauntlet out of the, like a like a. It looked like a storage locker, to be honest with you. And it was it looked completely different than... This the, is Omar. <laughs> than the Infinity Gauntlet that we saw in the first Thor movie. It was completely right. different. And that was interesting because it, people online have been complaining how, like, the one from the first Thor movie looks so fake compared to the other ones. And I'm like, ah, they just, you know, they didn't think they were going to get this far. Um, but what is very cool is that we definitely know that Loki totally stole the Tesseract. Yep. He passed right by it. Now, one thing I meant to look up before we talk about this is, where's the Aether? Where's the store, stone from the Dark World? I swore they put it there. No, I thought they chucked it into, like, a realm. That yes, they find. did. They did. Right? Yes. Yeah. No, they told... No, at the end of the movie, they took it to the Collector. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, they took it to him. That's right. It was, it was Sif and uh, the other... Whatever the other guy's name is. Yeah, the, the other guy who died... Uh, they they took um, I keep saying Sith Sith. Uh, they took That's the Aether to him. That's of right. The Jedi. Totally forgot. Um, so yeah, a steaming pile of Sith. <laughs> Did we talk about the shake weight? Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. Or no, we talked about No, we talked about it. Talk about, we didn't yeah, So the Sorry. shake weight uh, that Scourge was uh, playing with when he was showing those girls his relics that he got. Um, the shake weight it was the exact same shake weight that was from the Green Lantern movie, so that that was kind of funny. Hey, I'm I don't know if they have those around anymore. I have one in my living room because for a while at my work we were giving them to each other as joke gifts because of that exciting internet video of the lady enthusiastically using her shake weight. I haven't seen yours in a while. Where, where do you keep it's it? In, in my living room. I don't use it. We write in your living room every week. It's it's over by the bookshelf. Yeah. It made me feel weird. I tried using it a couple times, and I was like, in no way, shape, or form do I feel like my muscles have been utilized by shaking this thing as if it's a knob. So, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, but it. So, let's talk about uh, the what people are calling Sanctuary 2, which is uh, Thanos' um, spaceship, which we saw at the very end of the movie. I really feel like he was trying to compensate for something, overcompensate. Well, he's a very really large ship. man. He's not like he's going to have a tiny little spaceship and be a large a man. Ship. It was a big ship. It was an unreasonably large ship. The bridge of that ship could fit Thor's ship, which had the everyone left from Asgard. Yep. And where are those people going to the bathroom? No, uh, that's what, yeah. Either I said that when they were in the cave. Said, <laughs> I was like, nah, I don't want to know. Um, so... We, yeah, I so mean, it was a big ship. It was a big ship. And Thor and Loki were just talking about, like, did it make sense for them to stay together and keep working together and go to Earth? Loki had reservations, but then the ship comes in front of them, and they were both like, oh! So it's like, as if their sister was enough trouble. 
Yeah. Now they have to deal with some giant douche with a giant ship and a sparkly infinity gauntlet being all fancy, flouncing about, and wanting to probably get with her sister. Because that's, like, in the comic book, that's, like, his lady. So, um... So we know from the infinite, the leaked Infinity War trailers that have you have you watched one of these? I've only ever seen the one with the camera, like the cell yeah, phone camera. Yeah, I only saw the one where it was like so. Footage the stuff. first, oh, so you didn't see like someone like recorded the actual trailer on the oh, cell phone. No, 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 yeah. So what we saw what it, like, was at um at Comic Con T three or whatever one of those mm-hmm. things. Um, so what we saw in like the opening scene though was Thor floating in space. And then the Guardians of the Galaxy picking him up. The Guardians of the Galaxy. So is that something that happens directly after this? You know? Is that happening right, right away? Um, I guess if, happen? if that Jagaloon destroys their ship. But then all the Asgardians would be destroyed too. Unless they... Unless... No, because the everything's destroyed, right? The... Bifrost is gone. Yay! Too. So, um, that's so interesting. Hamdel can't even get them away. Like, I think Thanos is looking for Hela. I think he can sense totally. that she's back. That's his lady. And he's looking for her. He's like, hey, you two jerks. Isn't that your sister? You think you're gonna get me some time to talk to her? I'm gonna slip my purple wang in there. Pretty much. And they're like, nah, I don't, I don't think Hela's gonna be interested in you, uh you want to go see her? She's fighting some big fire guy. Uh, no, the whole planet imploded. Yeah, it did. It did, but I don't think she's dead. I think she's no. floating around somewhere. I think I think it's the last we saw of Salter. Until he shows up again in, um, in This is the End. Where he shows <laughs> his wang and it's flopping around. Just kidding! <laughs> the devil! Hey, God, it's me, Joan Hill from Moneyball. Moneyball. <laughs> All right, so we think Hell is still alive. Um, there's a lot of, you know, it sounds like Valkyrie and and Loki and the Hulk, you know, they're all going to be in Infinity War. So I don't, if Thanos destroys that, that entire ship, I mean. Then all the Asgardians are destroyed, too, which is pretty sad. Not just the planet, but the people. Because Odin said... Asgard isn't a place, it's a people. Yeah. So hopefully there's some way to save them. Maybe there's the nearby planet of Alderaan. <laughs> J.K. Rowling. I don't know if I recommend that. <laughs> that one. Nope. So, um... Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see where things go from here. But Def- it's really fun. Definitely amped for really Black Panther. Fun. Black Panther is going to be way more serious, though. Super serial. Super serial. There was nothing to even chuckle at, you know, in, in any of those. I feel like that like, stupid Justice League movie is trying to make people laugh, and it's, like, failing. That Justice League movie looks so terrible. It looks so boring. Aquaman <laughs> is so... It looks so boring. Aquaman's hot, but other than that, like... Miguel hmm. Godot's hot, but... No, it's hot, but... Yeah, but... Again, I don't care. I don't like any of the... Pro- I've seen so many different promos for that movie, I feel like I've seen the whole movie. Yep. I don't even care that Superman's dead, which is, like, just really sad, because I, I always love Superman. He, bring, he comes back. 
Spoiler alert. Does he come back in the magical Superman outfit that they tried to make for Nicolas Cage in that weird Superman Nicolas Cage movie that never happened? Yeah, but you gotta fight that one producer guy who's like, all oh no, up. not that douche with this. If you haven't seen hair. The Death of Superman Lives, definitely <laughs> check it out. It's amazing. That guy sucks. <laughs> that guy sucked. <laughs> he was like beating people up, trying to. Freaking scare. You go to Weinstein and you get diddled, or you go to this guy and you get knocked out. There's no winning anymore when these people, these, these, these Hollywood white creepers. men have power. Yeah, these creeper Hollywood guys. They just beat up in high school and now they're, you now know. Now they're like thinking they can like take advantage of people and manipulate them and beat them up. And flounce their hair and do all the cocaine. Like, all the cocaine. Like, all the cocaine. all the cocaine. He did all the cocaine. <laughs> like, he hasn't slept since the 70s. Probably not. <laughs> so we're definitely looking at Black Pan- forward to Black Panther. Looking forward to Infinity War and yes, um, Ant-Man so and Wasp all coming out next year, too. I'm sure that before each one, we'll definitely have a speculation podcast. Um, the next thing, next time we'll really talk Marvel, though, is probably, probably not until we do Black Panther review. Yup. You know? Probably until February. I mean, obviously we'll but talk But in soon. the meantime, we're gonna talk to you about Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Next. So next week is our 100th podcast! Woohoo! 100 podcast! We have a lot of Ooh, guests. I, forgot, I gotta get us a cookie cake. Cookie cake, Lindsay! Cookie cake, Lindsay! We have definitely, um, a lot of friends, uh, joining us. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, we're we're totally we're amped. amped. We're yeah, really we're proud amped. of everything that we've accomplished, and we're really glad to have some cool people listening to us regularly. And uh, can't wait to do a hundred more. Jeff just passed out. Until no, <laughs> <laughs> so next week, go to our website prisondad.com and check out all of our stuff. And check out our brand new book, Prison Dad Volume Six. Yay, which we'll we're so be excited. Dedicating an entire podcast to in the upcoming weeks. Which you better listen to. Hit that subscribe button. Instead of my normal catchphrase, I'm going to leave you with, Hey, asshole, here's your mail!